surrounding areas to another edition of the best show in Chicago for the high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Special hollers and congratulations goes out to the Divas of Girls Volleyball, your 2018 Chicago Public League, Varsity City Champions, Lane Tech Indians, and also to the Junior Varsity Girls Volleyball City Champion, Jones Eagles, the Crown Diva Queens of Varsity and Junior Varsity Girls Volleyball. Great job, young ladies. On this week's show, we talk Walter Payton Girls Basketball with Grizzly head coach Josh Greenwood, along with three of his shining stars in our high school basketball preview segment. We take a look at week nine scores and figure out who's on the bubble in the Chicago Public League, City, and IHSA State Football Playoffs. We talk with the newest member of the H2S2 reporting crew, town student reporter Alex Bernstein joins us to talk about what's happening in Tav Eagle Sports. We also tell you what Chicago area schools are still alive in the IHSA Boys Soccer State Playoffs. That plus much more. It's the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 show. We invite you to follow and holler at us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Thread House. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate the love from you. Remember, check us out on Facebook Live during live broadcast from our H2S2 Games of the Week. We have a bunch of fun, and who knows, if you meet us there, you might be on the air too. Just saying. After the break, we check out the H2S2 scoreboard for everything in high school football and some boys' soccer regional and sectional results next on the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Lucy Weaver, a guard for the Peyton Grizzlies girls basketball team, and I support the H2S2 show, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both 
local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Media.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Hi, this is Alex Percy, the member of the H2S2 reporting crew. Catch me next on the High School Hollow Sports Show. Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way up. Welcome back to the High School Hollow Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 scoreboard. Being brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t shirts and merchandise with fun, thought provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on their Facebook page. Search for the name David Solomon, the official sponsor of the H2S2 scoreboard. It's week number nine in high school football. This is the time of year when teams who are 4-4 four and four are trying to get that fifth win to at least qualify for an at-large bid for the state and also a chance at the city playoffs. Some teams that are 5-3 and three are trying to gain that sixth win which could clinch them a state playoff berth. Week 9 is pressure for some teams. Let's find out which schools in the Chicago Public League survived under pressure to possibly extend their season with the win this week. We start with Whitney Young Dolphins, who went from no football last year to a perfect 9-0 season after defeating a tough Prosser Falcons team 52-34. Prosser, although suffering only their second loss of the season, is now 7-2 and the Public League State Street Conference champs at 7-2. Whitney Young's perfect 9-0 season crowns the Dolphins the champions of the Chicago Public League Madison Street Conference. Let's check out a few of the games with conference championships at stake starting with a battle of two undefeated teams at Aiden Oak. The Peyton Grizzlies took on the Kenwood Broncos. Winner would be crowned the Public League Prairie State Conference champ. This one was so tight, it was a one-point game. To the Prairie State Conference champion, Peyton Grizzlies. Congratulations to them. They defeated the Kenwood Broncos 43-42. to Urban Prep Bonds. Urban Prep, Bron- Urban Prep Bronzeville win 36 to zip over the North Lawndale Phoenix. Urban Prep Bronzeville finishes 8-1 for the season and last week claimed the championship of the Public League Illini Heartland Conference. North Lawndale finishes with a 3-6 record. 
the winner in the publicly land of Lincoln conference six and two Phillips Wildcats who clinched the state playoff berth versus the five and three Al Raby Raiders looking to return to the postseason with the win winner will take the championship in this conference Phillips regains as the land of Lincoln champs as they defeated the Al Raby Raiders 40 to zip some other big week some other big week nine winners as the public league second city champions Clemente Wildcats routed the Sin Bulldogs 43 to 6 Clemente is now 6 and 3 Sin Bulldogs fall to 1 and 7 Battle of two teams with only one loss this season at 7-1 in the Public League Windy City Conference. Winner will be crowned the champion of the conference. It's the All Spartans who went up against the Ag Science Cyclones or with their only loss coming in week one. The Cyclones from Ag Science suffered their lone loss in week two. The All Spartans, big winners. 50 to zip over Ag Science or Spartans are your Windy City Conference champs. Crane Medical Cougars, champions of the Public League Intra City One Conference, remain a perfect 8 0, shutting out the Bowen Ballermakers 55 to zip. Coach T and the Taft Eagles hosted Coach Elton Harris and the Hubbard Greyhounds. Both teams entered with a record of 4-4. The Taft Eagles victorious in this one, 21-14. Taft moves to 5-4 for the season and possibly an at-large bid for the state playoffs. Hubbard finishes the season at 4-5. Let's check in with Alex Bernstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew and our Taft student reporter to talk more about the Tab Eagles. Hey, what's happening, Alex? Uh, nothing much, but definitely a big game for Taft yesterday. They found themselves in a hole early. Heading into the half, they'd already given up two touchdowns and had made a few critical mistakes, including they fumbled the ball on the one-yard line uh, late in the second quarter that would have made a one-touchdown game. So the Eagles really need a charge in the second half, and that is what they got. After the half, in comes sophomore backup quarterback Daniel Locke. He hadn't played any uh, minutes except garbage time in a few games this season, but Coach T put some trust in him, and the Eagles put up 15 in the third quarter to take the lead, and then they extended to 21-14 to in the fourth quarter. That would end up being your final score. Definitely a big-time performance from Taft when they needed it. Of all players, Robert Delgado perhaps had the biggest performance. The sophomore running back for Taft racked up 139 yards and two rushing touchdowns in easily his best performance of the year. The Eagles will now look to Saturday as they have essential at-large bid for the Class 8A playoffs, so they're going to be waiting to hear their name called this Saturday at the play hearing show. Well, you know, Alex, that's a great win, as you mentioned, for Coach T and the Eagles. You had an opportunity to talk to Coach T prior to this game about the Simeon game. Talk about what you talked to Coach T about prior to this. Yeah, we talked about the Simeon game. He said there wasn't a lot of positives. He saw on the team that um, it was a 58-7 to loss to Simeon, so that was definitely a hard game for them. But he said he was happy that the players didn't give up, and he also talked about how 
just whole season, the team has bounced back from adversity really well. And we saw that last night as Taft came back down 14 and nothing at the half to get the biggest win of the season for them. So uh, definitely that Simeon game hurt them, but he did say that playing these games really helps uh, show the team that where they will want to be at one day. Well, let's take a quick moment and listen to a part of that interview between our H2S2 student reporter, Alex Bernstein, and Coach John Tarojas, Coach T as we like to call him. Check it out. I'm with Coach T, the coach of the Taft Boys football team, uh, and we're talking about last week's game versus Simeon. So, Coach, does playing a top 10, arguably top 5 team in the state and losing a blowout loss positively or negatively affect the team? Well, no one likes losing. No one likes losing by a lot. Uh, but failure is the best teacher. And every now and then it's good to be reminded of the level you need to get to. Yeah. Um, and then despite it not being the outcome that the team wanted, what positives did you see in the game versus Simeon? Not many. It ended. Um, what are your thoughts on the Simeon football team and like, uh, how would you see Taft improving to help uh, to maybe compete with them in the next few years? I don't care about Simeon. Um, as you head into the last week of the regular season, uh, what has surprised you most about this Eagle football team this year? Uh, the surprise is probably how, uh, how this team, unlike a lot of previous Taft teams, has shown a lot more uh, resilience in how they've responded to uh, adversity. This team's a lot more mentally tough than previous Taft teams we've had, and that's been a pleasant surprise for sure. And then finally, uh, with tomorrow's game potentially having an impact on CPS and IHSA uh, tournaments... That's what, not a potential. That It does. Okay, it does. So what are you guys uh, thinking about that heading into the game versus Hubbard? Absolutely. 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 If we... Uh, if we make the state playoffs out of this conference, um, it'll be the first time Taft football has made the state playoffs out of an Illini conference since 1996. All right, so well. it's uh, we definitely think about it. All right. Well, good luck tomorrow. Thanks for talking. Thank you, Alex. High School Holla. That was our H2S2 reporting crew, student reporter Alex Bernstein and Coach T of the Taft Eagles. Great job, Alex. Thank you. Always great to interview Coach T, and they got the win they needed last night, as you said. And it was a very important game for Taft last night against Hubbard, but they did what they needed, and they got the win. Now, you've seen the Taft Eagles more than I have, Alex. What's your sense of their chances? Because five wins in IHSA gets you an at-large bid, which means it's not a clincher, but you have a great opportunity. You're kind of on a bubble. What do you think the Eagles' chances are in getting into the state playoffs? I think the Eagles have a pretty good chance at getting it at maybe a 29 or a 30 seed. Uh, the top 32 teams make it in Class 8A. So um, heading into the week in the IHSA playoff rankings, they were at number 30. So that would have put them into the playoffs. And then last night's win really helped secure their bid. I've been to a few of their other games this year, and they have their good games and they have their bad games. If Taft does make it into the playoffs, which I believe they'll get in as maybe a lower seed, it's really going to be important that they come out of the gate strong, so that's going to be really important for them. Now, Alex, I got to ask you, you said they put in a backup. You think Coach T will go with the backup QB? I was actually talking about this with a few of my friends at school today. I think he might. This is Daniel Locke. He hasn't played a lot this year, but last night they put up 21 points in two quarters, which is pretty good for Taft, especially since 
their games are often low scoring. So there's a possibility. I know their their starting quarterback, Dexter Stigall, he also does some punting and special teams. And I did read that he also is on the defensive. So I, I definitely see Stigall being on special teams and the defense and then Daniel possibly making the start. But it also depends on who they play because there's a chance that they could play a team they've played in the last one or two years. So it's really going to depend on their draw. But I think going in after last night's game, Daniel might be the smart choice for the Eagles. Alex, let's move on from football. Tell me what else is going on at Taft. Yeah, I also got to sit down this week and talk with Taft Aquatics coach Jason Polensky. He's the head coach of Taft Boys and Girls Swimming Program. The girls' team is in the middle of their season right now. They're just a few weeks away from city and then state championships. So among the things I was able to talk to him about, we discussed senior night, some goals for the team heading into end of the year, and how the team has changed since he started the program. I believe it was nine years ago. As some of you may or may not know, the girls' swim program has won five conference championships in a row. And that's the first time a task girls team, no matter the sport, has won five conference championships in a row. So this program is one of the most underrated uh, teams at Taft. But he accredited most of the success to the graduating senior class. Last Wednesday, I think it was, they swam against Foreman in their senior night. And he said in the interview, he usually doesn't get teary on senior night, but he had to take a moment in the hallway for a second there because these girls have really helped change the attitude about this swim team. So when they came in, they had won one conference championship, and now they've added four into that for the Taft Eagles program. So that team has added so many personal and team records this season, so he's really proud of them. But as I said, they're not done this season. They still have cities and then sectionals and hopefully state championships. I talked to him about his goals for the end of the season, the postseason. He said they're mainly focusing on finishing uh, in the podium, especially in city, because he believes that Taft is one of the top three schools in the city. They swim in a conference with Whitney and Lane, so they really do have some quality competition during the regular season, and they have won five conference championships in a row, so he's hoping for a podium finish, and then hanging in the sectionals, they are in one of the toughest sectionals uh, with teams like Niles West, Evanston, school in the north, northwest part of Illinois, which uh, traditionally are some of the swimming powerhouses, but he's hoping for top five, possibly even a top three finish at sectionals. He feels like the team really could do that if they have the opportunity, and then possibly they could even make it up to state championships, which is in a few weeks. We also looked ahead to the upcoming boys season, which is in winter and spring, where he said that it's going to be more challenging because the boys team is definitely not as competitive as the girls team, but he still has high expectations. And then he also is an assistant coach, I believe, or a head coach for water polo teams. And he says he has even higher expectations for them, especially the girls' water polo team. They finished top eight in the city last year. 
His goal for them was top four in the heat. Has reassured them this year that he's really hoping that the girls' water polo team at least top four finish this year in city. You can check out the entire interview on my personal podcast, The Chicago Sports Desk. You can find that on SoundCloud, Spreaker, and YouTube. And once again, a big thanks to Jason Polensky for staying down with me and talking some Taft Aquatic. Man, great job, Alex. How does it feel, your first report on the H2S2 show? Really fun. I love talking some Taft sports, especially football and swimming. And I'm really excited because Taft has, it looks like, four teams. So they have volleyball, football, cross country, and swimming all looking to continue their runs in the IHSA State playoffs in these upcoming weeks. So I'm super excited to cover those for the H2S2 show. And we thank you again, Alex. We're still working on that nickname, man. We are still working yeah. on that nickname. <laughs> Anybody you want to give a holler out to? Uh, once again, just my family and then um, Coach Polensky and Coach T for sitting down with me this week and giving some quality interviews. And then just the football team for a great performance against Hubbard. All right, that's our H2S2 student reporter, Alex Bernstein, repping for the Taft Eagles. Holla at you later, Alex. Bye, thanks for having me on. That was an awesome job by the newest member of the H2S2 reporting crew, Alex Bernstein, repping for the Taft Eagles. Now, we also want to say congrats to these conference champions from other conferences within the Chicago Public League. The Simeon Wolverines finished a perfect 9-0 in the Redbird Conference. The High Park Thunderbirds from the Big Shoulders Conference. Noble Bulls and Karma, they share and split the championship in the Intra-City 3 Conference. Also in the Intra-City 4 Conference, Noble Butler and UIC share the conference crown in that one. So congratulations to all the conference champs, and we wish those schools headed to the IHSA State Playoffs well. I look forward to a few state championships coming home to Shaw City. Stay with us after the break. We check out which Chicago area schools are still alive in boys soccer state playoffs. Coming up next on the H2S2 show. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is love for the game. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. And most of those are worth far less than the cost of tuition. So, why do they play? My reason why is commitment. My reason why is friendship. A sense of purpose. Love for the game. To help others. Friendship. There are lots of great reasons to play high school sports. And to participate in other high school activities like cheerleading, debate, and music. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Welcome back, family, to the H2S2 show. Let's take a quick look at a few of the Chicago area schools from the Public League taking a run at the state championship in boys' soccer. Starting with boys' soccer class 1A, Acero Soto is still alive, winning in the sectional semifinals 2-1 over Crystal Reyes Judas. They are playing now in the sectional championship they being Arcero Soto against Chicago University High School 
in Class 2A boys soccer, Solario Sun Warriors were 5-1 winners over Little Village. Solario advances and faces Spinwick in the sectional semifinals on Tuesday. North Grand Eagle Isles defeated Norridge one zip in the regional championship to advance. The North Grand Eagle Isles now move on to the sectional semifinals Wednesday. They will face Noble ITW Spear, who defeated Intrinsic Charter 2-1. So that would be a great Chicago matchup. That will be taking place at Noble ITW Spear High School. Here are some Chicago area schools competing in a few regional championship matches taking place as we speak. The Peyton Grizzlies taking on Latin at Nazareth Academy. Later today at Atmanson High School, the Mather Rangers take on Noble Prince of Jaguars. That's at 345 this afternoon. A few of the state regional championship matches in Class 3A boys soccer with a few Chicago area schools competing have just started like Whitney Young Dolphins versus Oak Park River Forest in Summit, Illinois. That's at Argo High School. Lane Tech Indians taking on the home team and regional host in Winneka, Illinois, New Trail. So that's going on right now. And in Hinsdale, Illinois, the Jones Eagles will go up against Hinsdale Central also on their home field. Remember, you can go to the Urban Fieldhouse Media website to find out current and late game scores taking place today by visiting www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. There you can check out the H2S2 scoreboard. Coming up next, we preview another Chicago area basketball program. Head girls basketball coach Josh Greenberg from Walter Payton College Prep joins us next on the High School Hall of Sports Show. I'm Coach Greenberg, coach of the Peyton Grizzlies, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. The debate about sports specialization by high school athletes continues. Some argue that high school athletes who play one sport all year long have a better chance of landing a lucrative pro contract. But that's simply not true. In fact, 30 of the 32 first-round picks in last year's NFL draft played more than one sport in high school. Of the 32 players drafted, 22 also participated in high school track and field. 19 also played basketball. Some also played baseball and lacrosse. 
What's the path to success for high school athletes here in Illinois, no matter what their goals might be? Study hard, always do your best, and if you can, play more than one sport in high school. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Hi, my name is Catherine. I'm a point guard with Walter Payton girls basketball team and you're tuned into the high school holla sports show. Exclusive high school holla. Here it comes. Welcome, everyone, to the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. We are here at Walter Payton College Prep High School, home of the Grizzlies, and we're going to be talking girls basketball. We are joined by their head coach, Josh Greenberg. Welcome to our high school basketball round-the-rim preview. Thank you very much for having us. We appreciate it. Coach Greenberg, let's start off by telling our listeners about yourself and how long you've been coaching basketball and how long here at Walter Payton College Prep. So I've been coaching girls basketball for 12 years, and this is going to be my 10th year here at Walter Payton. We always love to hear about our guests, especially coaches, high school memories. Share with us one of your memorable moments when you were in high school, and where did you go? Well, I'm from Seattle, so I was at Mercer Island High School, um, and it was a long time ago. But, you know, I think that for me, you know, we'll kind of talk about this, but basketball is about the experience and about the relationships. And so my memories aren't so much about games we won or lost or points that were scored. It was, it's more about my greatest memory was uh, my sophomore year, one of my buddies and I, we would play one-on-one before every practice. You know, I'm sure that the players on the team didn't like it because we'd hog one of the baskets. I'm sure the coach didn't like it because it's not the best way to warm up for a practice. But, you know, it was our little competition and we would talk about it in the halls before practice and we'd talk about it after in the locker room. And that was just, you know, something that 20 years later I still remember. Before we talk about the Grizzly Girl Basketball Program, tell us about your basketball philosophy and the style of play. Well, you know, to me, high school basketball is about having fun. And I think that, you know, we could sit here and talk about X's and O's and about emotion offense and pack line defense and all these other things that we do. But for us, in our program, it's like a culture of love and fun. And I think that that our girls love each other. I think our coaches love our girls. And, and I think that it's evident in the way that we play. And we've created a family atmosphere here. And to us, that's the most important part of basketball. And I love that about Peyton because it carries throughout all the sports that you guys have here. And it's a, it's a fun atmosphere as well. Yeah, yeah. We really enjoy ourselves. And we, um, you know, obviously winning is more fun than losing. And so we, we, we you know, we wanted, we're as competitive as everybody else in that aspect. But, you know, at the end of the day, these girls have so many things going on in their lives. Like, if, if this isn't fun for them, then what's the point? Now, you've been coaching for a number of years. Who are some of your coaches? influences that influence the way you cope. 
So I think the earliest influence on me was my dad. He was actually a soccer coach. I was not an incredibly talented soccer player, but he really kind of showed me the way to coach, how to help the players who are struggling, how to kind of push the players who are excelling and, and kind of making sure that everybody's treated on um, the same way. I think that in terms of basketball, my greatest influence is Al Brule. He's the head coach at Robert Morris. I worked with him when he was in the men's program, but he's now the coach of the women's program. He just taught me so much about how to run a program, how to run a practice, um, about making adjustments at halftime, about making adjustments on the fly, you know, how to run a timeout. I mean, I just think it was like class in session when I was working with him. Let's take a minute and let's talk about Grizzly Girls Basketball Program. The Grizzlies finished with an overall record of 13-10 and 10 and 2-7 and in a tough Chicago Public League Red Northwest Conference. Talk about this program last year. We're an incredibly talented team and we are um, really, really competitive. You know, I, I'm really proud of the way that we played last year. The, the conference we're in is one of the toughest ones in the city, possibly in the state. Like Year in and year out, you're talking about state championship contenders in there. You know, we held our own. Whitney Young is one of the best teams in the, the state. We were beating them 10 to 6 at the end of the first quarter. I don't want you to look up what the score was at the end of the game. But to me, what that says about my team is that they weren't afraid. You know, they came out and they worked hard. And for that first quarter, we we put it on them. You know, Whitney Young was a little nervous and then, then they lit a fire under them and they, they got going. But, you know, I think that that's the way that our kids kind of know where we're at and they aren't afraid to go in and play the best teams in the state and they'll bring it when they do. Now we get set to go into a new season. What do you hope the returning players and a few of the new ones who will be joining varsity this year bring to help your vision for this season? Well, I think that our players understand our culture. I think that we do a really good job of, of building that. I think that our, our leaders then kind of pass that along. And so I think that year in and year out, you know, a lot of times people use the word like chemistry, but my, my thing with chemistry is that it, it comes and goes. We've had it every, every year, you know, and so there's something that we're doing that we're building that's better than chemistry. And I just think that um, when you watch us play, you'll see we, we care about each other. You know, coaches care about our players, our players care about each other, and it's evident in the way that we play. Coach Greenberg, let's talk about some of the young women you will have returning this year on the roster. Tell us who they are and who you're expecting some big things from. Well, so I got three of them with me right now. Lucy Weaver is a lone returning senior. What she brings to us is a lot of leadership. You know, what she brings to us, you can't measure in, in points and rebounds. And, and I think that she's just so valuable to have. She's, in terms of talking about passing along culture, she's the one that does it day in and day out, you know. And she's in the locker room with them, and she's the one who kind of teaches the kids, the new girls, what it is that we expect out of them. And then Catherine Norquist is our uh, returning point guard. She's a junior. We're expecting a lot out of her. I mean, she's our, our floor leader. She is our kind of like our Swiss Army knife on defense. She can guard any position. Um, she's our best defender, and so she guards the other team's best player. And we ask a lot of her, and she does it, you know, every time. And then I got Janae Jones is a um, junior. She's our leading returning scorer from last year. We're looking for big things from her. I mean, I think without putting too much pressure on her, the most points in the season record that we have in the record book is something that I'm hoping that she's going to make a run at this year. Well, we have those veteran players joining us. And when we return after the break, we'll meet these stars of the Peyton Grizzlies next on the H2S2 show. High School Holla. the Lord. Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16. 16- 
Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. This is Janae representing Walter Payton College Prep Grizzlies Basketball. Welcome back to the H2S2 Around the Rim High School Basketball Preview. We are talking Peyton Grizzly Girls Basketball. Let's talk with a few of the shining stars from the Peyton Grizzly. So I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves to our listeners. I'm Lucy Weaver. I'm the lone senior returning for the Peyton Girls Grizzly Basketball Team. I'm Catherine. Um, I'm a point guard and I'm a junior at Walter Payton. I'm Janae. I'm a junior and I'm a shooting guard at Walter Payton. Let's start with the long senior, Lucy. Share with us your experience in attending Walter Payton College Prep, being able to play for the, the Grizzlies. My experience at Payton has been pretty great. I've met some pretty amazing people here that have gone and are still here. I think it's a pretty great community to be a part of. My experience on the basketball team has been amazing ever since I started. I mean, I came in loving basketball, but the team really made me just love it even more. We had some players last year that have gone. We're really going to miss, but we're trying to still represent them, and I keep that in my mind every day. So they definitely made a lasting impact on me, and that's my goal, I guess, this season is to leave a lasting impact on them too. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I want to ask you, we asked Coach Greenberg about last season. I want to ask you to describe your thoughts about last season, Yeah, so um, last season we grew a lot as a team. We had some really good leaders, and this season we have big shoes to fill. But um, last season we definitely left business unfinished because we made it to sectionals and lost to Westinghouse by a really tight margin. And we can do better, and as a team we can continue to grow this year and maybe make it even farther. I like that unfinished business, Coach. Yeah, you got to love that attitude. <laughs> now, Janae, you all are considered the veterans of this Grizzly Girls squad. When you look back over last season, how are you and your teammates preparing to turn things around for 2018? 
Well, we've already kind of started. We have morning practices and lifts and like conditioning so that we are already in shape before basketball starts. During the season, I'm sure there will be a lot of running to keep us in shape for the other teams that we have to face. Um, so, yeah, we're just trying to keep in shape but also stay together as a community and build relationships. Janelle, I also want to ask, what's different about this year's team compared to last year? Um, what's different is I think that we have a lot more freshmen that will be able to make an attribute to our team. Since we did lose two of our um, best players last year, we do have some big shoes to fill, but I think that the freshman and sophomore team will be able to help make up for that. What does it take to make this Peyton Grizzly girls basketball squad? We have a lot of good new players coming in, and I think a lot of them will be able to contribute a lot, but it definitely takes like talent. We, we have a really good squad, but it also takes the willingness to work hard, and that's evident, and we can see that. And so I know Coach Greenberg, when he's selecting people, really takes into account how much they're willing to dedicate to this team. Lucy, this is a great quest for the long senior of this group. After four years, how would you describe Grizzly girls basketball? I think I would describe it as family, pretty welcoming family. I think generally the environment you get from Peyton sometimes doesn't feel too welcoming because everyone's really competitive in the classroom, but I definitely don't get that vibe from the girls basketball team. I've always felt welcome. I've always felt like I had a place on this team, so that's my word. I would use family. What would you like to tell the Peyton fans on what to expect from the Grizzlies on the court this year? To expect a fight, we're definitely coming back with some grudges. <laughs> Just tell them to expect a lot of fight from everybody. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And also, we want more fans, so <laughs> come to our games. Um, yeah, to piggyback off of them, I ex the Finch expect like a really fun season, a lot of loud games, and a lot of head-to-head -head battles, so yeah. I want you guys to tell me, what kind of coach is Coach Greenberg? Um, in my opinion, Coach Greenberg is like a really fun coach. He's very open to any of our ideas. It's not just him thinking about what he can do to make us better as a team. It's everyone putting their heads together. Um, yeah, off of Janae's point, last year I was injured for half the season um, with a broken wrist, and I got to sit next to Coach Greenberg on the bench for that time, and I got to see him in action in a different situation than usual, and it was really cool to see how he takes ideas from everyone and is really good in tough situations in games. Are you helping him out a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lucy? I think if I had to pick a word, I'd say dedicated. I mean, he's always, like, really into the game, you know. You can tell he really cares about us and practices and, like, games and everything. He always comes into the locker room with, like, a stat sheet of just, like, you know, our makes, our misses from certain points, stats on, like, the other team, which I have just never seen. Um, I don't think the boys team does that. I just say he's very dedicated. Thank you, young ladies, for joining us, talking, Peyton, girl basketball with us it's been great to talk to you guys gotta give you guys an opportunity as we say on the show give a holler out to your family and friends that's listening to you today hi mom hi dad <laughs> my sister pepper my best friend marissa um hi to my brother ben who i'm gonna make listen to this and uh, my parents too yeah i like to shout out my parents and my two older sisters that are in college.
All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Coach Greenberg, let's go back to you. When you hear those words about the way they feel about you as a coach, how does that make you ultimately feel? You know, that was really nice what they said about me. And I, I think we work hard to kind of have an, an open dialogue. And I think as a staff, we take, you know, I've, I've told them all the time, like, I'm not on the floor. You know, it's been a long time since I've been on the floor. And so I can, what I see from the sideline is not what you see from the floor. And so I'm not a big fan of people pointing out problems without a solution, you know. So don't tell me the play's not working, but tell me what you want to do differently. And we'll try it, you know. I mean, it, it's our way. It's not my way. And I think that that is um, something that we as a program really kind of push towards. Well, Coach, I also want to give you an opportunity. You're not doing this by yourself. You have a staff, and we always want to recognize assistant coaches. Tell us about your coaching staff. I have an incredible staff, and I have, um, I'm have. i really fortunate in that um, the Chicago Public Schools doesn't give you a lot of money to pay coaches, and so I have a lot of people who are doing this for free. I think that says a lot about our girls because they, they want to come here you know, every day to, to practice with them and to, to games with them, but my staff is very, um, they're very open to ideas. I think that we talk a lot about uh, what, what we want to do, and we kind of have this um, philosophy of how we want to approach a problem. Like Catherine had mentioned, we're we're very open to ideas. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be my decision, and I think that we make that pretty clear. There's no point in having all these coaches if you're not going to listen to what they have to say, and, and I think that that's where head coaches sometimes get a little headstrong and they make mistakes. I got all of the faith in the world in my assistants, and if they see something, I trust what they see. Now, Coach Greenberg, how will you and your staff evaluate the players coming into this new season? Well, every year is interesting for us because we don't know a lot of what we're going to get with with the freshmen. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of freshmen we have coming in. We've seen a few. We know a couple from the morning workouts. But be every year it's getting tougher and tougher to, to make our team. I mean, I think as Catherine alluded to, like we have a lot of talent. And I think that a lot of people view us as a academic school, which, which we are. We'll say the best academic school in the state. But we also are a, a heck of a basketball team. And I think that the way these girls multitask and, and are able to be students and athletes um, it's just getting tougher and tougher to be a part of our program, and we're really proud of, of what we built here. Let's talk about the competition you have faced this season in the Public League Northwest Conference. You alluded to it a little earlier in our interview, but it's one that challenges each other. Yeah, I mean, I think last year when we found out we were in this conference, a lot of us kind of the deer in headlights look because we were like, oh my gosh, we got to play all these guys, you know. But then I think once we got to work and we realized how good we were, you know, we can hang with a lot of these teams. And I think to me, if you're going to get better by playing teams that are the best teams in the state and we get to play them week in and week out. And I think there are no easy games in our conference. And that's what's so fun about it. And, uh, you know, last year, you know, we finished two and seven, which wasn't kind of where we want to finish, but we're pretty proud of what we did. And like they talked about, we're, we're building something here. And I think that this is the, the first step of the journey and not the, the peak of where we want to be. Coach, are there any games on that schedule that you feel will let your team know at some point of the season where they are? I think there's a few games that we're really looking forward to. I mean, I think that the annual Principals Cup game against Northside, which is a rivalry where we pass a trophy back and forth that we've held for a few years now, a couple years now, um, we're really hoping to hold on to that trophy. So I know my, my girls are looking for that game, and I'm sure that my girls have Westinghouse um, circled on their calendar because they... Well, I'm looking at them, Coach. <laughs> and they smile when you said that. Is that one of those grudge matches, Lucy? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's we lost to them twice, both games in overtime. The last one for the uh, regional final, and so it'll be a fun program to play against. Now, when we talk about new seasons and, and things like that, what are some of the goals that you and the Grizzlies have set? You know, I mean, I think like we talked about before. I mean, I think we're looking to get better every day. You know, which is a lot of coach speak, but I think that really what we're we're trying to do is build, continue to build this culture. You know, and continue to build this program, and I think that my girls do an incredible job. Of, of doing that like Lucy alluded to with the legacy like that's kind of what we want we we have an alumni night um, in the middle of the year where we have girls who've graduated come back and it's really fun to see some of these kids who now are like in the real world you know like graduated college and they're back and and my current team doesn't know them and they don't know half the kids that are there but but we all have this connection you know they all know what a 35 is you know and so uh, they don't want to run them anymore but they know what one is and so um, oh, it's uh, <laughs> some, yeah. some looks they, over they, here forget about them yeah they got, they got a few more years of them just think that it's uh, that's what's really cool you know Lucy had talked about that like leaving a legacy and I think that that's something that's really important um, and I think it's something that these girls that you just talked to today are definitely going to do do the Grizzlies have a motto or a slogan you spoke about something that you were hashtag yeah I think that um, unfinished business is our is our motto this year I, mean, I think there are some things that we feel like we left on the table uh, last year so we're looking to, to take care of some things that we didn't take care of the way we wanted to last year I love that when the girls were saying it it was like whoa I can believe it yeah. I can believe it a little more fire in their eyes they, than I they do, do. Yeah. Yeah. they really do I asked one of the players what's one word would you say best describe Walter Payton Grizzly girls basketball I think we're tough I think we are a tough team to play and we are not really afraid of people we respect all of them but we're not afraid to, to go in and play the best teams and um, I think that after you play us you're going to be you know you're going to be sore I mean something that we're very proud of um, is that we have the IHSA record for most rebounds in a game. We set that a, a few years ago, but we, we rebound like crazy. I mean, these girls will tell you that we, we spend so much time practicing boxing out in practice, and then if you miss a box out in the game, from the bench, every, everyone is pointing out to who, who's missed it. You know, so we take a lot of pride in, in our rebounding, and I think that our thing is we're going to hit you on every play, you know, and, and these girls are tough, you know, and I don't think that everybody always believes that, but I'm telling you, at the end of the game, they all know it. Well, Coach Greenberg, we let the play tell the Peyton fans what would you like to tell our listeners and the Peyton fans what to expect from the Grizzlies in girls basketball this season I think we're going to be a fun team to watch. I think we're going to um, we're going to play fast. I think we're going to play tough. I think that uh, you come watch us play. I think it'll be an enjoyable experience. And so I'm hoping we got this nice new gym up there. I'm hoping that we get a bunch of people in the stands. And like Janae said, we want to be loud. You know, we're hoping to have a little bit of home court advantage when we play here. It should be fun. Well, Coach Greenberg, follow that up. We're giving your own set of hollers out to your friends and family that's listening. I'm going to give a holler out to my coaching staff, which I'm hopefully going to have them listening. And then um, my wife is at home with our newborn son. He's eight weeks old. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. I'm tired. But thank you. That, that's my friends and family. All right. Well, Coach Josh Greenberg, we wish you and the 2018 Walter Payton Grizzlies girls basketball squad much success this season. Thank you for joining us again on the High School Outlaw Sports Show and our high school basketball preview. Thank you. I appreciate you having us. High School Holler. Well, that's this week's edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Before we let you go, we want to thank all of our guests on this week's show. The head girls basketball coach of the Peyton Grizzlies, Josh Greenberg, along with his three shining stars, 
Sr., Lucy Weaver, along with Juniors, Janae Jones, and Catherine Northwest. I'm placing everybody on notice right now. Watch out for these young ladies from Payton. If you get caught snoozing, I believe you will be losing. I look forward to following them this season. Special thanks also to the newest member of the H2S2 reporting crew, Alex Bernstein, repping for the Taff Eagles. Job well done today, Alex. Support this young man's podcast, Chicago Sports Desk. He's a great young journalistic talent. Now, if we just can find him a nice nickname, I'm still working on that. Fun talking with Alex today. The IHSA Football Playoff Parents Show, which will reveal the brackets and the first-round matchups of all 256 playoff qualifiers across eight high school football classes. You can view it via live stream at 8 o'clock tonight on NBC Sports Chicago. You can see the show live via live stream on their website, NBCSportsChicago.com slash watch live on Facebook Live, Facebook.com slash NBC Chicago. And will also be accessible for viewing on the NBC Sports app. Check that out. More importantly, let's get ourselves together. Yeah, I said it together. And get ready to support our Chicago area high school out of the public league who will be seeded in these state playoffs. All eight IHSA state titles will be played on Thanksgiving weekend, November 23rd and 24th at Memorial Stadium on the University of Illinois campus in Champaign. We don't want to hear no excuses. I know a few of Chicago public schools are headed downstate, and we as a city need to be there to support them. You know I'm talking to y'all. I'm going to keep reminding y'all all throughout these entire playoffs, so get ready, people. Let's gas up the buses, let's caravan down, and let's bring championships home to the city of Chicago. So come on, man. Find a Chicago public school and go out and root them on. If you are a school, coach, an athletic organization who is hosting a sports camp or a training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to lend our support in giving it a mention on the show to help get the word out. It's a part of our mission statement to keep kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. We also want to thank our show sponsors who partner with us to make it possible to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2 show. Young people, this week's quote is about hard work. Those at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. Think about that, young people. Hard work can take you to the top. Make sure you check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, like our page, the High School Hall of Sports Show on Facebook as well. We appreciate the love and share the show with others. Thank you so much for that. I want to remind you all, you can listen to a broadcast of today's show along with other past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com 
For all of you iPhone users, you can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. If you like SoundCloud, you can follow us there too. Just search for us by the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holla at you next week as we do this each and every Saturday afternoon at 12 noon. Remember, God loves you and we do too. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey. Until we do it again next week. Hey, this is Tisha Rebbin for Martin Luther King High School, class of 1984. Holla! High School Holla! Hey, Chicago, this is Sherry, representing for Foreman High School, the class of 1986. Holla! High School Holla! This is Eugene, representing for the class of 1994, and you're in tune with the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla! Hey, Chicago, this is Nicole Gordon, repping for Seton High School and the class of 1985. Holla! High School Holla! This is Kevin O'Hala, representing for the class of 1989, and you're in High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. This is David, representing the class of 1995, and you're in tune to the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. This is Kim, representing for the class of 1988, and you're in tune to the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. Hey, Chicago, this is Carl Anson, repping for Martin Luther King High School in the class of 1987. Holla. High School Holla. This is Friday. Clement Mendel class of 87. Holla! High School Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Claudia Martin representing for Bogan High School, the Bengals, class of 1987. Holla! High School Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Tony Finley repping for Bogan High School in the class of 77. Holla! High School Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Angela Figures. I'm repping for Boyless High School in the class of 1986. Holla! High School Holla. Hey, Chicago, this is Linda, representing St. Thomas Aquinas in the class of none of your business. What's up, guys? Aquinas, what's up? High School Holla. Here it comes. I'm Coach Calvin Clark, Coach of Sullivan and Tigers, and we support the H2 Institute, the only sports talk show for the high school sports, and we love them. Yes, Sullivan. This is D'Angelo Reed representing Al Raby High School, home of the fabulous Al Raby Raiders, one team, one family. This is Coach Olsen representing Amundsen Vikings. This is Coach Brandon Hughes representing Hansburg College Prep Bengals. This is Coach George Klubchak representing Walter Payton College Prep Grizzlies. This is Coach T representing Taft High School. This is Coach Brad Hittrick representing Lakeview Wildcat Football. Hi, this is Coach Zoe representing the Phoenix. This is Coach
Coach Murphy representing Back of the Yards College Prep, home of the Bobcats. Hi, this is Coach Smith with the Diet Eagles, and you're tuning into the High School Hollow Sports Show. I'm Coach Sean Finnan, coach of the Chicago High School Agricultural Science Cyclones, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. High School Hollow.